every young adult has the potential power to leave a positive mark in this world. All that he or she needs is the right guidance and support. Parents play their part right here. When parents understand where to place boundaries, when to encourage or discourage, and when they're able to establish effective communication, do children feel like conveying their ideas, thoughts, and problems to their parents? Today's podcast is an attempt to look at this parent-child relationship as a two-way street. And today, my guest on Candid Conversations with Anshu Arora is Ms. Sheetal Ravi, who is the founder member of Disha Counseling Center and Sara Akash Trust. She's a counseling psychologist, mindfulness practitioner, storytelling therapist, social worker, classical dance and music practitioner, a poet and a writer. Sheetal, a prolific writer, has widely written on mental health, parenting, and related topics, and has also featured as a weekly columnist. Today, my candid conversation with Ms. Sheetal Ravi can be heard by both parents and children at the same time. This is an honest attempt to support both parents and children to be able to walk halfway and earn each other's trust and respect. Welcome, Sheetal, and thank you for coming on our podcast. Thank you, Anshu, and a very big namaste to everybody. Great, namaste to you too. So, Sheetal, let's plunge right in. Um, you know, we were, you and I were talking earlier that last few years, children have been holed up. Mm. And uh, we know of a lot of children who have been really lonely in this space, not stepping out, no school, restricted exposure, and, and nearly no social interaction. Although schools are gearing up and welcoming children back, the children who are now heading to the school are different from what they were. Uh, has the pandemic brought about any changes in children's mindset? What's your experience? So, to answer that question, Anshu, the answer is yes, yes, and yes. Definitely, the pandemic has brought in changes in the children's mental makeup and their overall uh, mindsets. So, you know, if I have to give you some concrete examples, how children of different age groups have been affected uh, by the pandemic. Sure. So very young kids uh, who were supposed to start school uh, when the pandemic uh, hit us, so maybe they were three, four years old at that time, are now going to start physical school. And till now, it was all online and gadget-based for them. So they never saw physical school before this. So their social skills have taken a big, big hit. Sure. And now it's going to be really a huge uphill task to help them build the same. Because those were the blooming years where social skills really bloom a lot. In fact, uh, we know of small kids who are asking questions to their parents. Like, why do I need to go? Can't I sit at home and do school? I've been doing so well now. 
I'm being a good girl or I'm being a good boy and I'm doing it now from uh, home. Why do you want me to send there? Or they're crying or they are saying that why can't I have my laptop over there? And parents have no answers to these questions. Yeah, yeah. Or even those, uh, uh, the teenagers who were maybe in their ninth grade when the pandemic hit them and who are now at the fag end of their 10th grade, they who have missed their high school experience or they who are not going to have that complete sense of closure while leaving school and going into the big, bigger world of college. So they are having a different uh, uh, mindset or a different mental makeup. The middle school children, when actually the reading skills and writing skills start in complete earnest, in full steam, they were not writing for the last two years and definitely their writing skills have taken a hit. Teachers and parents are grappling with that. And for them also, the social skills have uh, been hit badly. Sure. So yes, children of all age groups are going through uh, different challenges due to the pandemic. Sure, sure, absolutely, yes. So I want to narrow down to a deeper concern, mm-hmm. um, Sheetal, what you and I were talking and we discussed many cases and you also spoke about your experience. So we have been hearing about over-involvement of children with the internet. This has created a series of problems, whether it is about following certain platforms or participating in open forums. Uh, the influence of the of this internet on the thought process has been more towards the negative than positive. Hmm. So have you addressed any concerns of this kind um, in, in your counseling sessions or uh, is there a way to handle this? Uh, Yes, Uh, you're very right about the over-involvement with the internet and gadgets and increase in the screen time. So what is happening? Games, binging on seasons of popular series or uh, surfing endlessly and aimlessly and at times viewing age-inappropriate stuff and now chat rooms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah where at times very misleading and unhealthy information is dispensed. At times, in fact, it can be downright harmful. And children are able to ask questions like, how can I convince my parents to give me a new iPhone? Or Hmm. uh, how can I run away from home? And these questions are answered. Okay. And sometimes the information given is so misleading and can be so harmful. Yes, as a psychologist, uh, working a lot with children, teenagers and young adults, these are concerns which are coming up. And I know that parents feel hopeless. But what I want to tell the parents is that there is hope and these concerns can be addressed. There are ways and means to handle it. But first and foremost, I want to tell the parents that Regain your confidence as a parent. Know that you are the adult and the authority. Firstly, educate yourself. Empower yourself because knowledge is power. What happens is many parents don't know that chat rooms exist. 
Yeah. Or many don't even know that uh, screen time and content can be monitored remotely. Sure. So when uh, when what parents need to do is that when you are giving a gadget to your child, whether be it be a smartphone or a laptop, you have to sensitize your child that this is not a toy that I'm handing over, because when you are handing over a gadget you are handing over a responsibility to the child also because the laptop is a gateway to a very big world right because of the internet and the social media right so parents will need to uh, set boundaries parents will need to give the children realistic expectations parents will need to discuss that parental monitoring will happen about what the child is viewing on the internet and uh, uh, how much is the screen time and this discussion has to happen when handing over the gadget to the child so that it helps set healthy boundaries between the parents and the children so wielding that parental authority is important because your child is see we are talking about children who are young 10 years 11 years 12 years and this is the time that they need parental monitoring sure. so parents don't need to worry over here as to am i taking away their privacy because this is not the time that they need privacy this is the time that they need security and that they need they need to be safe they need to be kept safe because they don't know everything and if parents feel that the problem has gone out of hand that they feel that they are not if being able to cope with it then of course seeking help from professionals will always help you just said that uh, this is not an age where they need privacy and i said that mm. uh, uh, this is a podcast where children and uh, mm. live uh, together i'm sure the moment they, this line comes <laughs> up they're going to freak out in their own languages to say so what do you mean we don't need privacy so what do you could you elaborate a little more when you said they don't need privacy so see over here i would like to tell my dear children who are listening to the podcast that when you are 10 years old 11 years old 12 years old you are still growing you are still shaping and learning a lot about the world and maybe you will not be able to make sense of uh, the world completely by yourself and that is why parental authority or parental monitoring will be needed just to give a example if uh, all of us see movies and in movies there is always an instruction given as to this is universal this has to be seen under adult or parental supervision or this is uh, for adults or there is a 13 plus 16 plus 18 plus that yeah. is given yeah which means that at that public platform also movie makers feel that there are certain things that children shouldn't be watching by themselves so right so the same same we can take the same paradigm here that when when you are using internet when you are on social media platforms you need to have an adult supervising you so that for your own safety and so that you learn things in the appropriate manner and you view uh, information which is appropriate for your age 
and 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 this is not invading privacy this is only about like you rightly said this is only about being mindful because uh, things and experiences are age appropriate they are yes. like that yes yeah very true yeah so children don't need to be uh, you know uh, they don't need to uh, freak out or they don't need to think oh my so uh, uh, you know our privacy will be invaded it's not like that there is there has to be a healthy balance sure which both the parents and the children will have to strike together sure but in this whole hmm. process uh, shital what i realize what happens is that uh, this situation leads to two divides right hmm. the parents and the children yes. they both stand on either ends unfortunately trying to understand each other and the idea of this podcast like i said is to help both parents and children uh, to walk halfway and meet in between somewhere you know so could you first elaborate how a parent hmm. mindset should be and what should they do and then could you also please could you specially focus on the communication pattern that a parent must adopt so their intentions are not misunderstood and any specific words or phrases to be avoided uh, or adopted uh, as well yes so <laughs> okay i'll i'll just go step by step so first thing that you know i love to tell all my parents is be a friendly parent but don't become a friend to your child because kids need someone to look up to so you as parents have to be their umbrella under which they feel safe and secure when life rains challenges on them mainly they will have a lot of friends but they will only have two parents going ahead you asked about the communication pattern what should be the communication pattern so what parents need to do is definitely they need to strike a bidirectional uh, communication pattern so what i would want to suggest over here is um parents can adopt the authoritative method of parenting there are different parenting styles there is the authoritative uh, style there is the permissive style and there is the authoritarian style so what does an authoritative parent do this kind of a parent is both very uh, responsive and this kind of a parent is demanding also so this parent will set rules but will be greatly involved in the child sure this kind of a parent will be assertive they will use lot of discussions yeah they will give lot of explanations to the child and in fact they will do a lot of negotiation also with the child and teach the child negotiation skills so that the child can do similar uh, uh, can respond similarly they will set balanced boundaries while at the same time they will try and see where they can foster independence which is age appropriate what happens with permissive parents they become too indulgent and can be very low on control or they will not set any rules kids are not held accountable at all so what happens 
these children become more demanding kids or more self-centric. Or if the uh, parent is very authoritarian, they can become very strict to the point of being autocratic. They will expect total obedience and everything is non-negotiable. This leads to frustrated kids or kids low on confidence. Hmm. So as a psychologist, we always tell parents that use the authoritative method which helps uh, stimulate the child cognitively and helps them build the right age-appropriate social skills also. Hmm. Hmm. If I have to further discuss uh, on this, uh, like you said, what should be said. Yeah. Or So what you can do is don't use words which are, uh, you know, like completely describe the child that you are bad. The whole child can never be bad. So you will need to pinpoint and say that this behavior of yours is inappropriate so that the child also understands ki, okay, the parent is just talking about a specific behavior of mine, a specific action of mine. And it doesn't mean that the whole kid is bad. So words matter. So use your dialoguing carefully when you're talking to the child. Being available emotionally being approachable is very important and even if we are working parents we can always be available emotionally sure so talking to them letting them know that you were also of that age yeah so letting them know that what happened when you were 10 and 11 years old or the mistakes that you made or how your parents uh, corrected you so that they also realize ki, okay my parent has not just become 40 or 45 suddenly they were also 10 and 11 and now they are here as adults so they know what they are talking about one more thing is knowing their world they shouldn't feel that you are just trying to correct them without understanding them so learning about their world is very important and their world is indeed very very different from ours sure yeah so that is going to uh, be a key feature so that you know it helps uh, build the bonds the bonds of trust yeah yeah, yeah. so any any uh, uh, so sir so i think it's a beautiful statement that you use that we need to set balanced boundaries and i really like this concept of of an authoritative parent because uh, like you said, you're responsive and demanding. So I think that's a great combination. Mm. But uh, when we are doing this, uh, are, are are children accepting it uh, positively? I mean, because for them, is it, is it, is, does it get through to children this way? Yes. So see, one thing is you have to do it right from the uh, word go right from the beginning but yes at times if it has not happened uh, earlier on at least when you realize that this is what is the best way forward and you start it lot of dialoguing will help lot of communicating will help okay. so you sit down with the child and explain as to why some rules are set 
और दैट इज वेयर द एक्सप्लेनेशन पार्ट कम्स इन लाइक आई सेड बट दीस काइंड ऑफ सॉरी शीतल बट डोंट यू थिंक यूजुअली दिस हैपेंस दैट व्हेन पेरेंट्स डिसाइड टू सिट डाउन एंड टॉक और व्हेन दे डिसाइड दैट ओके वी नीड टू हैव अ कन्वर्सेशन हैपेंस व्हेन अ लिटिल डैमेज और अ लिटिल मिसअंडरस्टैंडिंग और लिटिल डीराउटिंग हैज ऑलरेडी हैपेंड isn't that so and so is there are there any words are there is there any communication style when any derouting has happened that i can support so if if some uh, if for example some problem has occurred or if some damage has occurred the parent can address that first as to what has happened or what is it uh, uh, you know what is the misunderstanding about and try and first address that sure and then keep coming back to the thought that see what is uppermost in our minds is your safety yes and that is why we are here uh, you know sitting down and talking to each other and yes uh, in these kind of conversations i think as the adult one will need to keep patience one will need to keep an open mind and even if there are some uh, temper tantrums or behavioral issues happening not personalize it and understand the child where this is coming from sure sure of course it yeah it doesn't mean that uh, you put up with it and you will need to communicate uh, to the child that this needs to be changed this behavior needs to be changed but first things first that how should we go about uh, building our trust or having an open communication so that we can then uh, take other things forward sure sure so now let's move on if we move on to the other side which is the children now like i've been saying i think i've already said it twice right so whether i would encourage that this podcast is heard together by parents and children um, that's what you and i discussed shital and that's what we're aiming at today so what is it that you would like children to understand about the vulnerabilities around them and especially the vulnerability of the internet also about not misunderstanding the intent of their parents hmm. not judging parents from the level of internet exposure as if you don't know what's happening in my world or do you even know this mom really or dad really you know and about trusting uh, parents as their true supporters how can we how can children understand this perspective yes so to my dear children i would say that please understand that you all are developing learning growing and growing in leaps and bounds but please understand that adults the significant adults in your life have been 10 and 11 years of age too and now have become adults so we know that age and we know the pitfalls too hence your parents are concerned at times especially in regards to internet they really get concerned because too much information is floating around and not all is for kids and not all is right information sure so like the example that i gave i want to once again uh, uh tell children the same thing that when we see movies isn't it 
put there that 13 plus 16 plus 18 plus so why is that mentioned because everything is not for every age and that's how it is uh, to give a more concrete example so that children will understand now kids who are of three or four years old okay so if you have siblings who are younger than you or you if you have friends who are very little and you see them running very fast how will you help them you will say don't run so fast yeah you will fall because you know that their motor coordination has not developed and because of their clumsy running they will fall and they can have a big injury why will you say that because you have been that age you have been there done that the same way your parents know they you they know you should not be running so fast on the internet frenzy sure and yes they may come across as nagging adults at times you may feel that you know they are like police cops monitors yeah and yeah that could be annoying but one thing children please understand they are doing it for you because your well-being is uppermost in their minds and they do know more I... they are wiser and experienced because of living those many years i just want to i just want you to i just want to pick up just this one line mm. said mm. and i have heard myself i've heard many parents who are my age and you know all around us shital we've interact we're interacting so the, the there are two things that come up and the first that the line that i hear the most and i'm sure all children listening to this right now will with will agree with me that they find themselves telling to their parents you don't get it or really you don't know you know so they mm. always have this uh, thing in their mind that parents don't know their world was very different our world is very different and they don't know also i'm seeing a radical change uh, you know where the use of cuss words uh, the the four letter words and you know is becoming very popular and it's the in thing you know it's like it's like my gen thing to say this so mm. and and mostly uh, these minor corrections also when are attempted are misunderstood by by children so uh, uh, again i want to come back to the last line of my question where i said that it should be about trusting parents as true supporters so when a parent says uh, that you know do not use this language or when in every uh, when when you know they're talking to themselves and they're using this kind of words or they use this typical expression or oh, you don't get it or really so what is it that you want to tell the children uh, about you know the, the bond that the parents are trying to make and the role that they're trying to play here hmm so what I would want to tell children is that uh, see all of them are aiming for freedom right yeah they are all wanting autonomy but what children need to understand is that before freedom comes discipline and responsibility sure so if you show in your action that you are disciplined that you have the self discipline and you have started understanding what is good for you what is not good for you 
and you are taking responsibility for your actions you are taking ownership for your words for the behaviors and when parents start seeing this when they start viewing this they are also going to have that uh, faith that freedom can follow age appropriate freedom can follow so at the children's level they will need to bring in the discipline and responsibility if they are looking for freedom sure correct yeah. and to children i also want to tell that you also communicate what you feel think to your parents even if you feel they don't understand communicate express as well as listen don't shut your parents out from your feelings from your thoughts from your life and there is no need to withdraw or become defensive see at times you may not agree to all that your parents say but at least you can try and understand their stand and finally like i said that keep faith that some rules are set for your own good uh, for example uh, our balconies yes they all have railings but we are all mature enough even a 10 year old child is mature enough to be safe even without a railing and yet that railing is put there for our own safety great yeah so it's the same way with some rules we know that uh, uh, you know we will follow some rules even if even if the rule is not in place we will do some actions accordingly but that rule is in place for our own safety for our own good sure so what are the roadblocks uh, sheetal uh, what actually what goes in a child's mind uh, that stops them from trusting their parents mm see i'll say that uh, roadblocks can come from many factors not just from the child's mind but who may be influencing the child's mind or mm-hmm. how it may be getting influenced wow wow so many a times peers because peers have started becoming important in this age group so what they feel or what they say what are the brands that they are wearing or what is it that they are viewing on the internet can influence the child's mind social media itself because too much exposure and like i said that not all information is correct and we know that too much opinions keep floating around on the social media platforms yeah and at times lot of negative opinions so children we need to understand that everything on the internet is not true and many things are just personal opinions they may not hold true for us or for somebody else so sometimes other adults who may negate a parent's authority so that could also be a roadblock it could be anybody so is it is it so are we trying to say that uh, a child uh, even a 10 year old today can understand that they are under uh, whoever they're spending more time with or whatever there's whatever they're spending more time with so whether it's a person individual or it's a medium uh, that essentially could be influencing their mind 
and uh, so so the right kind of influence becomes essential and for them to acknowledge that they are under that influence and that could be stopping them from believing or from trusting their parents is that correct to say so then here is where the parents role becomes very important because a 10 year old may not be able to recognize this but here is where we as the adults have to move in be alert and aware so constant communication and dialoguing so keep it, keep talking to your children so i want to ask sheeta let us say we've tried everything a parent let's say let's take a household where and mostly the there are single children these days you know um, hmm. let's assume that a, a communication gap has developed there has as incident has happened in a family where a child and a parent are not connecting on a particular issue now uh, obviously the roadblock has occurred already now hmm. at that moment Uh, like i said we are attempting today that both children and parents both walk halfway so at that moment let us say that situation has already occurred these are all preventive mm. these are understanding concerns but let us say despite all that a problem has occurred now how what should both children and parents do to get rid of that roadblock at that very moment in life at that moment yes so here uh, if the roadblock has occurred and a misunderstanding has occurred the first and foremost will be uh, trying to dialogue and open communication but if that is not uh, working out and if it is not helping yes seeking help from a professional who will help both parents and the child Yeah, to understand each other i'll be very practical hmm. at this point hmm. so hmm. when a counselor comes into a, a person's uh, a family you know a counselor addresses a child or a counselor addresses a parent these are pretty routine uh, and hour based sessions right most of the time still it is the parents and the children left together to handle the situation again of course that's a positive influence that's a direction providing in, you know interaction but after that it's the parent and the child who are left together so there are are there any little things that you that a, mm. a little things that a child can do every day perhaps making the parent understand his or her perspective or are there any little things that a parent can do uh so that yes. children don't misunderstand them so can there's some very practical everyday things to do uh which can help both yes so what uh, i think i'll start with the parents so spending time with your kids and helping kids contain their feelings if they are upset anxious angry help them contain their feelings or help them vent it appropriately let them know that you are there or asking questions drawing them out yeah sometimes even doing things together yeah if needed enroll for some class together yeah so these and using your car time or using your dinner time to strike conversations about daily uh, uh you know activities yeah so from the parent side maybe these could be some little little things that they can incorporate in their uh, daily routine for children making it a habit to share what happened in school or with friends if they can just start sharing that with their parents 
But because I, if you feel that on, parents it, don't know. So, uh-huh. so, sorry, Sheetal, I think uh, when, when you say, I, I'm now looking at it from a child's point of view, right? Scary, scary. This is their own sacred world. They don't want to tell. That's the only thing they don't want to tell. And I've often heard uh, children turn and say, mom, this is this between us, you know, this is between us friends. This is our world. And and they don't want parents to enter that world. Is that is that is that what you also experience? Uh, yes. Even I have experienced that because I too have a teenage son. But uh, striking the right balance is important. So when a child says that, okay, you respect that uh, uh, emotion, you respect that feeling. But yet a parent can say, okay, you don't tell me everything. I'm not asking you to, uh, uh, you know, relay the whole thing to me. But still, if you can give me the highlights of, you know, what happened in the day, who you were with, or how was it, or what were your feelings and thoughts, you don't need to tell me everything that you and what your friends spoke about. So it's just about being connected. Yes, yes. And creating that bond and helping the child understand, okay, see, I'm there. If you need me, I'm there. If you need to talk, if you had a bad day, if you had a fight with your friend, I'm there. But if you don't want to discuss right now, fine. I'll give you that space. Whenever you are ready, remember I'm there for you. Sure, brilliant. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a different perspective now to bring up, Sheetal. Mm-hmm. Most, so I, I was very happy when you categorize these three aspects of parenting. And I think somewhere I'm talking about permissive parent as you label them as the category. So let us say that most parents I know uh, think that treating children as an adult and as an equal who can participate in most all discussions and know things that they're things as they are really is a great idea of parenting i i do not mean to be conservative as mm. this question but but please help me and many other listeners today understand where a, must a parent for the line so that the innocence of the child remains and uh, please uh, feel free to nullify uh, my idea completely if you must but i you know i have seen i've seen uh, parents it's a verbatim Sheetal that I'm sharing where I've heard parents say that oh we're very open with our children uh, we don't we don't hide anything we talk as adults and uh, I have seen that that kind of bounces back so uh, over to you to give us the right perspective yes uh, to take from that last sentence that you said that we behave like adults with each other and that kind of bounces back because the fact of the matter is that the child is not an adult. The child is a child. So as I said in the beginning, uh, we as adults need to focus on being a parent, not a friend. See, children need a security net. They need to know that they can come back to you with any of their problems. So you don't need to treat your little child as an equal for the simple reason that he or she is not. They are growing, they are developing, they are shaping. And okay, because of the internet, because of the exposure, maybe their development is happening at a very fast pace. And yet, 
they are developing their analytical skills their thinking skills have not completely developed like a full uh, grown adult so we have to remember that they are just 10 or 11 or 12 and we are the full blown adults so 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 that's telling a little more than uh uh so let's say if there's an adult specific information uh which a parent goes out and shares with a child uh do you think that adversely affects a child also sometimes yes because their processing we don't know their processing is at the child level their processing is happening at the 10 and 11 year old level and if we are expecting them to think like us then we are do, we are inconveniencing them we are putting them in a very tight spot yeah because they are coming from their child like thinking and trying to process uh the uh, adult information that we have given them and it's it is an information overload so maintaining that status quo of me being the adult and the child being a child till our kid is a complete grown up and physically emotionally uh, independent we need to maintain that status quo and then of course after that don't go and treat them like kids once they are 18 and once they are grown up once they know better for themselves then we shouldn't be doing the vice versa hmm sure sure so so uh, so that culture of uh, living room talks should exist however uh, that living room conversation also should be a little filtered is that correct to say yes the uh, dialoguing should exist the daily talks of what happened in our daily lives should exist but parents need to know where to draw the lines and not to overload the children with adult information which they find difficult to process give them age appropriate information even if when there are uh, problems in the family financial problems or pandemic related problems or so many other problems see to it that you use a uh, child friendly language to explain hmm so, so that it doesn't boggle them sure right now if we are talking to our children about the ukraine russia war we need to help them understand it at their level sure sure so so at this stage if i talk now both of parents and children so a parent uses a, a filter and the child should be okay with it if a parent says that okay i think uh, uh, we'll take this offline or i think we need not discuss this right now so should children take that positively yes yeah very much yeah yeah okay so uh, sheetal uh, before we get into summarizing and closing this uh, discussion uh, would you like to share uh, any uh, any recent uh, counseling uh, experiences that you had uh, which were alarming or uh, which can a sharing of that experience which can help both children and parent understand that eventually it's it's that 
you know it's the bond between the two of them and the open communication that can support is there any example that you can share oh uh, yes in fact um, uh, there was this uh, client and what happened was uh, uh, the child and the mother had come because uh, the child had started equating uh, saying that you two are on the gadget a lot to the mother and why are you stopping me from being on the gadget okay and it had come to a point where uh, you know he was being quite uh, stubborn about it what had happened actually was uh, that till pre pandemic uh, 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 she used to work on the laptop and the mother and uh, the child had associated that very beautifully when as a child that laptop means mama is working and in the pandemic because all uh, uh, everything was uh, uh, you know uh, there were no boundaries and uh, we were working from home so many a times uh, that effort of opening the laptop was becoming too much so she used to work a lot from the smartphone okay so the child couldn't relate to that that she is you know sending mails from the smartphone or she is uh, doing a lot of uh, coordination on whatsapp groups and ended up thinking that mama is a lot on smartphone with her youtube videos and everything forwards and all that and she keeps telling me that you don't be too much on the gadget sure so but it had flared up uh, to the point where the child was being rebellious that no then even i'm going to do the same so then uh, you know we had to sit down have a joint session make uh, the child understand that what she's exactly doing somewhere down the line she couldn't figure this out that this is what she needs to just convey to him and dialogue with him and show him when he was questioning she 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 should have just discussed and explained he see this is what i am doing sure but it didn't strike her and it actually blew up in a misunderstanding and then once emotions uh, start uh, uh, going high you know sometimes the logic goes out of the window sure sure most <laughs> <laughs> so so it it was just a one session thing but it helped okay okay so pretty much yeah. coming down to a point where mm-hmm. we are open with each other where we are trusting yes. each other and uh, we are uh, communicating with each other about uh, how we feel in a particular situation and why we are doing what we are doing correct yeah so how would you like to summarize this relationship between the parents and children how should it be especially in times like today sheetal yes i feel uh we should try and have open communication and communication lines should actually be always open for parents i want to say be both gentle and firm there will be times when you need to be gentle there will be times when you need to be firm but your child needs both of it listening listening has to happen both ways adults also need to listen to their child when they are talking that is how you will uh, help them understand that what they are saying you are paying attention to it and it is important to you also for children listening to their parents even if they don't uh, 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 agree with all of it 
just listening to the view uh, that the parents have and last but not the least always and always trying to uh, base the relationship on mutual trust and faith sure i think uh, we've said a very beautiful line which is uh, listening just to understand perspectives is very important if uh, every parent just tries to listen to a child's perspective and look it and which could be different yeah so mm. okay so just listen up to the to child to the child's perspective and the child also tries to do that why is my parent saying this what is my parent's perspective if we are just able to do this much i think uh, most of it can get sorted and absolutely absolutely like you said that it has to rest the foundation has to be this firm belief that we love each other and the idea here is to support each other is to stand by each other and to safeguard uh, each other and this relationship so yes. parent will never think ill for a child and a child can never have a true friend if i may say or a guardian uh, mm. parent and if we can all understand this uh, it will be wonderful so uh, i i hope all children listening to this give their parents a chance they give them a chance Very much. to uh, to express uh they give them a chance to understand uh their point of view and they give them a chance to uh be part of their world yes uh, the idea is not to intervene the idea is mm. to be authoritative and the parents also promise not to be that once they give you that space the idea is to keep them safe yes yes yes, yes. until they can truly be on their own Yes, and then you said a beautiful thing. Then once they are that age, then let them then don't. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is true. Sure. Thank um, you, Sheetal. It was quite insightful. Um, I I wish we could do many, many, many series with you on different topics, and I think maybe we'll come back. But uh, I hope children and parents both find it uh, worthwhile listening to this conversation. if uh, anybody after listening to this podcast has any questions please write to us um, on our instagram page and we'll be very happy to forward these questions to sheetal and and she can address them for you in whichever best capacity that's possible so yes surely surely thank you sheetal uh, yes thank you so much you have such a, a calming and composed effect on anybody who listens to you that i'm sure uh, if children and parents will listen to this podcast together they will understand uh, many many things that we are trying to uh, get across thank you sheetal uh, for thank you thank you for the compliment <laughs> thank you sheetal and thank you once again for uh, showing us the right direction if i may say thank you so much welcome Okay thank you yeah bye thank you bye